Hello, welcome to another episode of Convos with Friends, and it's me, your host, Michael Chobuale. And you know, this podcast is where we have conversations with friends and we just talk about, you know, real life scenarios that will actually help others learn from this. You know, we talk career, finance, time management, life, education, and so much more. So today with me, I've got a, an educational expert. Ozzy. <laughs> talk to talk to us about education. So, um, Ozzy, can you introduce yourself for us? Uh, okay. Um, hello, my name is Ozzy Momo, and I'm excited to be here. I know we'll have an amazing conversation. So, yeah. That's it. Oh, do I need to say more, more stuff? <laughs> yeah, like, who are you? Um, I mean. Oh, 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 okay. <laughs> Why are you laughing? <laughs> I don't know. It's just so funny. Uh, my name is Ozzy Momo. I am currently um, a graduate and seeking employment. Is that, is that the kind of thing that I should be saying? Yeah, here? for sure. Right. Uh, okay, cool. I, I guess... I guess I I have done the school thing and education thing for many years, so I qualify to be on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> no, but generally, I I like learning, so so I guess that would be a good thing to lead right. with. I think we can just kick off the conversation from that way. Uh, what what does what does education mean to you? Because uh, some could say, oh, you know. School is education, education is school. But to you, what does education mean? Okay, so just to start off, I, I think the major part about education is the learning. And um, you can do that outside of school. And it's surprising to for many people to hear that. For me as a Nigerian, all we, I used to think about is education synonymously to being like school like you only get education from school but then I, I have recognized over the years that you could learn in very 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 different ways so education is very much different from school although um, school helps education school helps with structured education it helps you with, like, when you go to school, you have your teacher, the syllabus, your timetable, the schedule that you're going to go through and all that. So basically what school does is to give you a structure for education. Mm. Okay, but I, you mentioned something about years, like over the years. Of those, <laughs> is it possible, like, or can we go back maybe eight years, ten years, or, you know, when mm. you start your educational journey? Like, from then and now, what, what do you think has changed in your view of education? Everything, everything. I'm not even going to lie, everything. I, I have, okay, so a little backstory is I have done two, two separate universities, three different courses, and in between all of that, I have had um, a gap year where I quit school. So... <laughs> So that's why when 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 you even told me about this topic on education, I laughed very hard because it feels like <laughs> yeah, it just seems funny. But I started off as an engineering student in Ghana, and I just felt this disconnect. Then I moved to Cyprus here, and there was still that disconnect with learning. Not that I was failing; I didn't just have an interest in it. 
And it was during a period I started checking for other alternative sources of learning and why I even want to learn. It was <clears throat> at that period, it was during that gap year, I enjoyed learning. I, I, I had to reposition my mind as to what learning should be like. Then when I got back to school, I changed my course of my department. I started doing filmmaking. And I had really good grades graduating from school. So I the the the, the journey I took from always hating school and just not understanding why we needed to learn and moving towards actually enjoying school for the most part at the end of the journey. You can see the, the change all throughout all, all throughout that. Yeah. So do do you, how did you then like while you were learning in school? Mm. How did you view? How did you view education? How did you view it then? Oh, you know, it was just oh my god, assignments and oh, I hate this. The I, okay, it felt like this was something that was designed to torture me. You know, <laughs> <laughs> everything about this was like, yep, they have made out this thing and carved out this part for me and have shot me into this journey, into this process, just to touch on me well enough to just hate myself you know that's how I viewed school that's how learning was for me that's how engineering was for me and so for anyone who is listening I think you should also take into account that maybe you not enjoying the learning process is mostly because you are trying to fit a square peg in a round hole you're trying to do something that's not for you and I think another cool thing is right now, as of today, one of my big dreams is to have a school, is to build a school. But before then, I would want to go back to my high school and become the guidance and counselor just to, <laughs> <laughs> just to help upcoming teenagers and students review their lives and ask themselves questions as to what they want to do, use their life to do in that stage. And if they don't know, this is still fine. Just helping them to discover the potential. Because for me, I didn't have anybody. And so it took me years of trying and failing to get to this point of recognizing that, okay, I probably want to do this. And I mean, wasted years. I wouldn't call it wasted because I did learn 18 or two, but just all the time and money spent on all, all of that when I could have just, you know, moved straight into doing this. But, but do you think at that age, like let's say 15, 16, or 13, like do you think you're actually capable of choosing something that you do for the next 70 to 80 years of your life? Okay, that, that again is another thing that I, I, I find really, really worrisome about the educational system and how it is structured, how we are just supposed to, at that level of our lives, assume something and assume something about ourselves and just stick to that one thing. It's really scary. I don't think so. And that's why I said, as the more you learn, you find, you find what you're really good at or you find something that you're interested in and pursue that. And then the more you go on that journey, the more you develop and stuff, the more you become who you are and understand the kind of things that you like. I mean, some of those things will change over time. But the learning process through all of that makes it even easier. It's easier to go through that that way. Mm. But you said you had a switch from 
engineering into <laughs> filmmaking. Filmmaking. Sorry, yeah. filmmaking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What at what point did you realize that was a decision to make? Because you know that many people are afraid of you know making decisions that will you know hurt them. Uh, many are afraid of you know trading off. You know, like, I've been in this thing for so long. Why don't I just continue? Because I've done engineering for already. 12 years or five years, whatever. Why not just continue in that? Like, what made you change or switch to what you actually love to do? Mm. Okay, so uh, first of all, I, I would say that I always had, like, a, an interest in filmmaking. I was always around filming, and my dad had a production company already before I left Nigeria. And so there was that flair for that. But the more I wanted to be a proud, like, I wanted to make my parents proud, a proud Nigerian, you know, <laughs> you know, either a, 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 an engineer, a doctor, a lawyer, or a disgrace. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I, I hit the, the, the engineering jackpot and I wanted to do engineering because I thought I was supposed to. But it was when I moved to Ghana and I, I, I kept learning engineering, I, I just realized that this is not working. So, the conversation I had with my parents, it turned out to be, okay, maybe if you change your environment, that will probably, like, change your mind. So I did. I came to Cyprus. And when I did come to Cyprus, I realized that, okay, this is actually definitely not what I want to do. But like you said, the question is, why not just stick to the end and, 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 and just get it done? The thing is, you have to realize that the more you do it, the more you go through that process, it feels like you are drowning daily. I mean, that was for me, that was for me. Being an engineering student was literally me just submerging myself in water and not trying to come out for air. It was the worst. I, I hated everything. <laughs> <laughs> so so changing changing the course for me was more, more like survival. I if I had continued engineering, maybe I would have probably walked into the road and just let the car hit me. <laughs> I mean, it seems so dramatic and drastic, but so switching for me was more than just a decision. I had gotten to the point where I'm like, let the worst that will happen happen. I can't take any of this anymore. And so that's what propelled my decision. I remember having the conversation first. Straight before even changing to filmmaking, I had done, I had said I wanted to go to Bible school. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I remember that day I called my parents and I played. Before I called my parents, I had listened to the song Oceans like five times. <laughs> <laughs> Let God lead me where my heart will not wander, you know? Where my. <laughs> And then I called them and then just said, okay, guys, I, I, this is the whole thing. Because at that point, any other thing, like, if I had just continued, I don't know what would have happened. I, I was, it was bad. I want to ask, were you not scared of people viewing you as, as a failure or as someone who doesn't know what he's doing in court? Like, because mm. how can you be doing this and then all of a sudden you are mm. changing your mind, you are trying to get something else? Like, how did... How did, didn't you feel that? Didn't you? Uh, I mean, for 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 the longest time, I did. I I did think about what would what would people think? Like, how would people, you know, 
view me? How would I be a failure and, and all that? And, and that was the valid thing I, I thought about. But like I said, I had to get to a point where it was about survival now. It was not about living anymore. I didn't care. <laughs> Honestly, the good is that if you find a drowning person, all they can think about is how to stay alive. They don't care anymore. If you're drowning, you don't think about how stupid you look. It literally down. And so for me, that, that was what that switch was. I didn't care anymore. I didn't care what people thought. I The only people that really mattered in my life as much that time were my parents because they were the one funding me. And so <laughs> having that conversation with them was really tough, but it was necessary, it was needed. I was at my wit's end. I'm just like, if, if this is not what I, I, I have to just do this, you know? Like, I, outside this, there's nothing else I can do. Like, so usually you get to that point where this is the only option you have. You see that this is a drowning. I, I, I use the, I'm using the example of drowning because that was how I did feel. So, so yeah, you will care. At some point you will care what people think and you will say, let me just stay for a little bit. But ultimately, as life is going on, you recognize that you can't do that. You can't live your life predicated on what people would think about you. Because people's opinions about you will constantly change. I mean, I, I just had to come to a point in my life where I'm not saying my parents called me this. I remember writing an article on it, but I'm not saying my family or friends called me this, but I had just made this resolve in my heart that I was the ungrateful disappointment of my family <laughs> and I was fine with it. <laughs> uh, and just, yeah, that was, my, that was me at that point. I'm the ungrateful disappointment of my family and I just, this is me. It's fine. I, 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 I would assume this position. However, I, I, I chose to look stupid at the time. And now, the relationship I have with my family is even amazing. Because at that moment, you would feel all the worst emotions and stuff. But if you think about your life in the next year or two years, you will see the drastic change and how colorful your life will look. And so, I mean, I'm telling you this story about that change. This happened in 2016. 2016 is six years ago. <laughs> yeah. And I'm still here. I'm not the, 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 the ungrateful disappointment of my family. I'm, I love my family. They love me and we are close friends. And in fact, over the years, I have done projects and made projects that have put smiles on people's faces. That transition has radically changed me and not just affected me, but everyone around so, so yeah. <laughs> you know, this was supposed to be mostly a conversation about education and, you know, trying to tell people to, you know, go to school or, or, <laughs> or pay for those courses online or, you know, go to boot camps. But we are seeing, we are seeing something here. Um, you know, someone said that, that what people, that the fear of what people will say has mm. actually killed more people than what people actually do say, mm. you know? 
And there's another person said, it was a friend of mine, it was like, if if you if you you don't go to school so you can you can uh what they call it, you can get a degree. You're going to school so you can do something with your life. Mm. So what do you have what do you have to say of that comment? You go to school so that you can do something in your life. I, I don't know if I 100% agree with that statement because there are lots of people who are not going to school and achieving great things with their lives. So uh, I, I would not limit myself to schooling, to, to an educational system. But I, I do believe in learning. So it was that moment I watched a lot of... Um, within that period I was planning to quit school I was watching a lot of TED talks about quitting school (laughs) 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 but there is this one talk by a guy called um, Sir Ken Robinson and it's so amazing how he was talking about the difference between learning and schooling and so I would advise people to always learn because we are constantly changing and information is coming. So having the right information is good. Because even if, even if I look at the, the, the state of the world right now, or the state, let me use Nigeria, our country, for an example. Going to school doesn't do anything for you, for the most part. We still have a lot of unemployed people who have PhD degrees. And then we also have 14-year-olds who are TikTok stars that are living the posh life. <laughs> and, and so even with the, with the way the world is evolving, learning is really important, not schooling in, in, in quotes. There's a vast difference between learning in fact, it was during that period I learned about other alternative ways of learning. I learned about other forms of schooling that is not just the traditional schooling method. I learned about the schooling in Denmark and how they had their evaluation system and how it was very different from how we wrote our tests and exams. Because most times all people are doing in school right now is just trying to pass exams. Yeah, yeah, totally. They, they are having enough information just to pass exams. It was when I went back to school after my gap year, after quitting school, that it changed the resolving. Why am I even doing this? So before then, uh, in Ghana, when I was in Ghana or when I came to Cyprus, of course, I didn't care much about school, so I didn't care enough to cheat. <laughs> I just... <laughs> But then when I think about how students cheat, I, I was like, this doesn't make any sense. They are just trying to evaluate. What is happening now is they are trying to evaluate how much you have learned to see if you need more learning, you need more time to focus on something, or you should excel to the next level. If we think about what is happening in school and take it to any other field, we'll see how it doesn't make any sense, the way we treat that. And so I had to kind of restructure how I viewed learning. And so, and, and what failure was, in, in, in fact. So I, 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 I had to get to the point where I recognized that, okay, I'm here to learn. I'm here to really take in good information that would change my life. It stopped being about trying to get good grades in school. 
those are a byproduct of me having learned what I'm supposed to learn. Yeah. Powerful. So you, you seem to have lots of hatred for school. <laughs> well, let's let, let's no. ask you, let, let's go first. Wait. Okay. What was the main thing you really hated about school? The one thing, not too many, just mm. the one thing you really hated. I think it's something I already touched on. It's the way um, the teachers and the students viewed what schooling was, the way we graded ourselves, the way we... The grading system, basically, I hated it. I hated that idea of trying to place human value on a score on a test. So because of the way we viewed the world and about failing and, and, and what failure was, if I see I have a 50-something of 100 on my piece of paper, I just assumed I was stupid. But then if I go all through my life assuming, assuming I am stupid because of that grade on paper, I would end up being stupid. So there is this funny story of a guy, I, I, I can't remember his name right now. This is one of the most interesting stories I've read. So he sucked at school. He was a dumb person in school. But he was he, he's in the US, so his parents kind of just pushed him to write the SATs. So he just tried to study and do it wishy-washy and wrote the SATs. And then he passed. He was so shocked that he passed that that kind of just propelled him to apply himself. And the moment he applied himself, he actually graduated from a very wonderful university top in his class. Years later, it came out that the SATs at that point when he wrote had issues and they sent wrong scores to wrong people. <laughs> so in actual sense, he did fail. <laughs> mm, wow. Mm. <laughs> but so his mindset shifted about learning and he chose to learn, not to go to school. And so that's what I have hated about the educational system, how we degrading system and, and how we imply value or how we give value to people based on what we see on paper. People are way more complex than those grades, and that's what I've hated about schooling. Well, I mean, obviously, schooling or like the traditional schooling system we have, it can't be all that bad. Like, what was at least something that you enjoyed from it? Oh, yeah, I, I, I wouldn't call it all that bad. I, I, I definitely not call it all that bad. I, of course, you don't want to throw the baby with the bathwater. Um, it helps with structure. And um, I think that is helpful. Learning, structured learning is really good. And, and so I would say that's the best thing. You know, when done properly, traditional education can be great. It has lots of good perks. And I have, I personally, because I went back to school, I enjoyed schooling when I went back to school. But the moment I changed, like I said, the moment I changed my perspective on just trying to school and get good grades to actual properly learning and taking information, the structure that school allowed me helped me so much. So, so yeah, I, I would say the, the good part about it was the, the structure that went into, that, that goes into the traditional learning. Learning in structure is very helpful because if you let me personally, if you let me 
say, okay, go and learn this, 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 this on your own. I will learn it, but it's going to take me a long time. For example, I have been, I have been playing the guitar for close to four, five years now or more. And I would not call myself a guitarist. I have a friend who has been playing the guitar for three years and he sounds way better than I do. But he had guitar lessons, you know. <laughs> he had somebody teach him instruction and give him the ways to go. And 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 so that 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 is a good advantage, honestly. That's good. Um while you were speaking earlier, you know, you mentioned something about you having to take a gap year and refocus. Now, would you advise someone to or you advise anyone to do this? Or in another word, like what advice do you have of someone who wants to, you know, have a mind shift in education or succeed in education? Like what do you advise? Mm. So speaking of the gap year, I don't know if I can advise anyone on anything. I uh, I will say that I have the pre- I have the privilege of doing that. I don't want to. I I need to recognize that God has helped me, and I had that privilege of taking that gap here because my life is very different from lots of people. So I'll be I'll be speaking foolishly to just assume that just just take a gap here. That's all you need, you know. No. <laughs> no. And, and and for some people, they, they can't, they couldn't have quit school. They, they had to just stick with what they were doing. I'm, I'm grateful that my parents were somewhat understanding of my predicament and welcoming. Not everybody has that opportunity or privilege to go through that. So if you are in that position where you are stuck in something, you don't do. Maybe, I, like I said, I'm not a, I'm not a, I can't, I can't help you as much, but Seeing, seeing, seeing what you're doing as learning instead of just thinking about your grades and how to pass changes your view on why you're doing what you're doing. If I'm just getting so much information to pass an exam or a test, then I would do the barest minimum. But if I recognize I am learning this to actually apply it, not just in my life, but I'm getting good information about this and this will shape in the way I see and view the world, then I, I would take it differently. I would view it differently. I would apply myself differently. Sometimes I even think about my engineering days and if I had seen engineering differently than I saw it then. Maybe I would have finished as an engineer. Who knows? Maybe I would have been a kick-ass engineer. I don't know. I don't know. know. (laughs) It's too late for that now. I'm not going back. (laughs) You can't take me back. (laughs) But yeah, I mean, just having that, noticing the difference. I'm not doing this for grades. I'm actually actively here to learn. I think it kind of changes your changes your perspective on why you're doing what you're doing, and and helps you see value in what you're doing. I mean, just one more like last question before we go. Uh, did anyone tell you that yo Ozzy, you have to change the way you view school? No, it came out of necessity. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like I said, I, uh, I I would still go back to that journey and analogy. I I was at that point where I was, yeah, this was my only other option. So 
hopefully you don't have to get to that point where you recognize that your view on school needs to change. Because if I'm if I'm just doing it for the grades, if I'm just doing it for the grades, there is no real motivation to doing it. There is not actually motivation will not even be enough if the why I'm doing it is just to get good grades. It's not good motivation enough to do it. School and learning is challenging. So if your motivation is just, and we say this about anything, if the reason why you're doing something is not strong enough, it wouldn't make sense. You wouldn't put so much effort. But if you fully understand why and it makes sense, you can rationalize it properly. The reasoning behind what you're doing is strong enough. No matter how hard it gets, you will push through. And that's what happens in survival. Like when people fight for their lives, they recognize that the alternative is something more drastic. So they would rather do the do do the fighting than end up with the other alternative. Mm. Beautiful, beautiful. And it's been a lovely conversation. I know I know that you've got lots. Of, I know you've spent so many years, you know, learning other things. <laughs> And I know you definitely have like more more insight to talk about, and we will definitely need to get you on another episode. So um, before you go, do you have like social media that people can reach out to you? You know, maybe someone is struggling with trying to decide, and then you can maybe reaching out to you be the extra motivation. Okay, I just have to say, Wallahi, my heart no deal. <laughs> okay, I'm looking, I'm looking. Um, on Instagram, just write Ozie Momo and um, O Z I E space M O M O H. You will see me at my baby picture. Uh, I think my handle on Instagram is I am Mr. Z. Okay. Boy, it's easier to write Ozie Momo. You find me. Just click on Ozie Momo and. Um, you can yeah, you can message me. Hopefully, I'll reply. <laughs> yeah, no, I will, I will. I will. I will reply. And on Facebook, I am Ozie Momo. Same, same. There's no, no fancy name to that. Right. You can, I'm not. I'm not Starboy two three three. You know. <laughs> if you're Starboy two three three and listening, we don't. We, no, you have to pay for this shout out. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, this was this was a great great conversation. One of uh, many more to come. So yeah, I guess yeah. I will see you next time. Yeah. Thank you for having me.